right to be a she. You are holy, so holy in your way. You are righteous, so righteous in your ways. You are holy, so holy in your ways. You are righteous. You are righteous. Close your eyes, lift your hand. So righteous in your way. You are holy. You are holy. So holy in your way. You are righteous.
Fellowship outreach, we'll be standing about dreams. Dreams. Yeah. Signs of strange dreams. So I would encourage you uh, get into your home care, home fellowship, and learn all one of dreams you are having that you don't understand. The interpretation will be given to you. And then finally, we're going to pray a prayer that will break those demonic dreams. Hallelujah. So we listed about 30, we list about 50 kinds of dreams. This is very, very, very important so that you are not careless when dreams happen and you take them for granted. Your dream life is what is going to happen in your real life. So take it very serious. Hallelujah. If you dream, you keep talking to somebody who is dead. You are being called unto death or you are, everything around you will die. Some of you, they use their faces, say, my mother's died, my father died, and he's been talking to me. You are talking with a demonic spirit. A familiar spirit and they are bringing you down. So note these things and take care and be part of the home care. So you learn a lot. Amen. So say this is my Bible. It's the word of God. It's the word of truth. A working knowledge of this Bible will make me free. I declare therefore I'm free because I read the word. I meditate on the word. I continue in the word and I do what the word says. For the scripture is very clear. Who the son makes free is free indeed. I declare you free in Jesus name. I declare you free in Jesus name. I declare you free in Jesus' name. Take your Bible. Let's go to Psalm 23. If you're watching with us online, welcome. God bless you tremendously. You can share the page. Those of you in here, share the link. Let somebody also partake of the blessings that God is releasing in this house. Glory to his holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalm 23 and verse 1. If you're there, say a big amen. Let's read one and two. The Lord, ready and go. The Lord is my, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. That will be your story in the name of Jesus. Matthew 19 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 19 and verses 14. If you are there, go there quickly. Whilst I'm also trekking. I'm opening the Bible so you can also feel that I am no stranger from heaven. I also have to look into my Bible. Amen. 19 and verse 14, it says... Uh, but Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me. Or for such is the word, the kingdom of, of such is the kingdom of heaven. Father, these few minutes we have, help me. Teach me as I teach them, Lord. Have mercy on me. Hide my weaknesses behind the cross and let your spirit speak to your people, God. If indeed you've planted me as a shepherd, may your children become sheep that they may eat and flourish and be fat and be folded in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless this house because it is your house and it's dedicated to your service and your work. Be thou Lord over this space. I curse powers of darkness. I come against militant spirits resisting your people and I command their liberty in the mighty name of Jesus. Anything that blocks the word from becoming effective, I it in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare the word of God shall go forth unhindered. It shall be planted and it shall bear 100 fruits, 100% fruit in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Somebody shout amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Kindly take your seats and let's get into the word. Now, I read the scriptures to you so that you would have an understanding that when we say a sheep, it's like you are a child. And God, Jesus said, don't forbid the little children to come unto me. For this is the kingdom of heaven. So anytime you want to experience the kingdom of heaven, which is the kingdom led by Jesus Christ, you must become a child. Let me hear you say amen. A child is a sheep. A child is a sheep because the, the references of what a sheep is, is what a child is like. A child cannot help themselves. A child cannot feed themselves. A child cannot go to school on their own. A child cannot go to the junction and take a car. There's a lot of things a child cannot do. Same thing with sheep. But when you say you want the Lord to be your shepherd, then that's what you must become. Whatever he is, that is what you should become. Praise the Lord. And so when David said, the Lord is my shepherd, he was saying that 
I have become a sheep to the Lord. And you know, David was no weakling. So the fact that you are sheep unto the Lord does not mean you are weak. I say it does not mean you are weak. In fact, you are rather strong because in your weakness is your strength. Because God doesn't need your power to empower you. God doesn't need your resources to enrich you. God doesn't need your skill to give you skill. So when you come empty and open, he is able to pour whatever he has into your life. Let me hear you, amen. It's important that you become a sheep to the Lord. And that is the only relationship you should have in this world. A sheep and a shepherd. That is between you and God. It's a sheep and a shepherd relationship. He didn't say we should relate to the world as sheep. He didn't say it. He said, I'm sending you forth as sheep. You are sheep, all right, but don't act like a sheep. Be wise as a serpent. Matthew 10, verse 16, and humblest as dove. So why would he qualify a sheep in such a light? So when you are dealing with human beings, the people in your office, don't be talking and opening up all your secrets. Don't be, don't be foolish. Amen. The only time you are allowed to be foolish is when you are before God. Come on, say a big amen. I'd rather be a fool and a doormat before God. His wisdom is higher than all the wisdom of the people of the world put together. Are you listening to what I'm telling you? So, so when you come to church, you can't act like a goat. You can't act like a serpent. You must be a sheep. Because when you come to church, you have come before him. Hallelujah. And a lot of you, you struggle to submit. You submit to authority. You have a problem. God cannot treat you as a sheep and he cannot be your shepherd. Because as soon as you become self-proficient, you have, you know, extricated yourself from the services of the shepherd. Because the Lord is only a shepherd to sheep. Let me hear amen. And you don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to be directed. Because you see, as for sheep, you are directed and then you go. It's a mystery. Hallelujah. Even Jesus himself, he, he was the lamp of God that was slain from the foundation of the world. One of the things a lamp is, is so pure, it's clean, it's, 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 it's innocent. Amen. I said amen. So stop, stop having a double life. Stop being a, a, a breed, crossbreed between a sheep and a goat. Stop being some way. Stop being cantankerous. Stop being difficult. Amen. I said amen. When the shepherd is leading you and you follow, you'll be all right. I said you will be all right. Look, I said you'll be all right. I, just, you see, just by, if God is here and God called this work, just by coming here, you'll be all right. Unless God is not here. Just by showing up and then doing the little things you are instructed to do, you will be all right. I say you will be all right. You will watch others go down, but you see that your life is averaging up always. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I've been in this thing for a long, I've been born again, and I've seen impossible people, difficult situations turn around, and people are so blessed. And you can't explain. It's just by coming to church, just by being a sheep. It's okay. You just be a sheep in God's house. He will bless you and change you. After all, is it not he, the one who said, you shall not want? It will come to pass in your life. I said, it will come to pass in your life. So let's share the sophistication. When we come to church, just be a sheep. Amen. And one of the inferences you can make to a sheep is a child. I was listening to a testimony by a great man of God. He said he was sent to be a pastor in a very arid region, a dry region in the country. And that part of that region was a very dry area. And for years, it had not rained. So he said he came from a trip, and when he came, he stood on the altar and asked, has there been rain? He said, no. Then he said, he sensed the prophetic anointing come on him. And he said, tomorrow, he said, to the church, all of you go and prepare yourself because tomorrow there's going to be a mighty rain. So the elders of the church called him after and said, pastor, don't be making statements like that. You embarrass us. See, if this thing doesn't happen, then you make all of us liars. But according to him, he said, a little boy was sitting at the, a little girl was sitting on the back. As soon as church closed, he ran. She ran to the prayer and said, hey, listen, my pastor said it's going to rain tomorrow. So let's prepare. So you see, they gathered buckets. They were ready. Exactly according to the word of the man of God. The heavens broke out and there was massive rain. Those who didn't make any plans, they lost it. But those who prepared for it, you see, you see the difference between that. That's why the Bible says he wants you to become like a child. When the child had that instruction, he ran, she ran. Say, my pastor said there's going to be rain. And it happened. So, who is more spiritual in that church? Come on, I can't hear you. Who was more spiritual? Is it not the child? So, a lot of us, we come to church and we don't receive much because we, we are not like children. Come on, let me hear you, amen. 
you know, worship is going and you feel like lying on the floor and sleeping. But you look at your cloth and say, no, this, this is super lace with diamond pins. No, I can't. You look at this floor. I can't lie on this floor. But you know, you, the Lord was just ministering to you, drawing you closer. But just because of the state of the floor, you will not. You will not. You are acting like an adult. You can take care of yourself. That's why you don't need God. That's why God is watching you. Say so the day he becomes a sheep, the day she becomes a sheep, I'll take care of her. Are you seeing it? So you come to church, you are seeing the Lord inspire you to do something. But because of, you know, diplomacy, tact, and protocol, you will not do. You will not do. For here, lie, lie. Pastor is praying for you. Know that if pastor prays for you, but you stiffen your neck and you take a stand like that. So, so people will see. People will see that I'm falling now. Ah, I will not manifest. The demon is harassing you. And you feel like screaming. You know, you want to be... Somebody is watching me. So we come to church and we don't receive jack. We go back the same. I'm looking for some children here this morning. Who receive the word as they come so they can be free. Hallelujah. Be a child when it comes to God. God is far bigger than your problem. And when he tells you to do something, do it. I said, do it. I said, do it. I remember one day, I was, I was used to be the choir. The choir used to sit on the stage. And the man of God was preaching. I took off on the stage. Everybody was confused. What is wrong with this guy? I'm a baby. I'm receiving the word. Hey, there are things, there are mysteries. Oh, stop being this diplomatic girl, especially if you're a young girl. Young boy, you come to church, you are sitting like the grown-ups. You can't even say amen. The, the air conditioner has chilled your mouth. Your mouth is frozen. Hallelujah. Become a child. You say, unto these are the kingdom. So faith is childlike. Being led as a sheep is childlike. Saying the things that God said he would do, it makes you look like a child. But it is in that that the Lord becomes your shepherd. And that he supplies all your needs. Are you seeing the difference? So anytime you appear in Zion, you must renew your, you, your age downwards. Become like a sheep. I say become like a sheep. Let's become like sheep. When we become like sheep, you see, God will use you tremendously. That's why when the Lord hit the sister the other day, she spoke freely. I was glad. I was glad. The Lord said, you bless you people. Somebody plaster. I don't want anybody to think anything of me. My God, how is God going to use you if you are so old? Bible said, Better is a child who can be admonished than the king. Yes, something like that. Right? It's Ecclesiastes. It's a better is a king who is a child than a king that cannot be advised. Put it on the screen for me. This is just a sidekick. It said, better is a king who is a child. That means that as soon as you lose your childlikeness, you have become irrelevant. That means nothing can influence you. Nothing can talk to you. Nothing can change you. Nothing can impact you. Better is a what? And a wild child than an old and foolish who will no more be what? Admonish is advice. They can't talk to you anymore. Can't, nobody can talk to you anymore. So if your king was a baby and he's wise because you can talk to them. But when you get, when you are old, when nobody can influence you anymore. See, the sin of the youth is passion. The sin of the grown-ups is pride. And the sin of the old is prejudice. When you become old, you become very prejudiced. Old people, they've had so many bad experiences. When they see something like yours, they say, this is how it's going to end. That is not how it's going to end. So an old man say, you're going to marry. He say, no, no, no. Don't marry from these people. Because of the experiences they have had. They are prejudiced. Their minds are made up. They have a lot of information that are negative. That box makes you prejudiced. And God is saying that when you are old... You have so many things that have happened to you, you can no more receive. You can no longer change. You can no longer be influenced. If God cannot influence you anymore, what hope is there for you? If God cannot talk to you and break you and change you, what hope is there for you anymore? There's no more hope. I said, there's no more hope. So my message to you is that be a sheep and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Stop feeling embarrassed about it. We are sheep. I am sheep. You are sheep. We are all sheep. Man, all of us. All of us. With your nice earrings, you are sheep. With your golden trinket, you are sheep. With your nice designer shoe, you are still a sheep. All of us, we are sheep. Remember Peter Tosh said, whoever you are, wherever you think you come from, you still an African. You are an African. Say so you think you are in America. You think you are in where? However, you are an African. You are an African. You are sheep. Are you born again? You are sheep. Come on. Say it again. Sheep to God. The shepherd 
like sheep. And may you stay as such. Glory to God. I, I made some, I said five signs that you are a sheep, five signs. Number one, I talked about total dependence, total dependence. When you depend on God for everything, it means that you are a sheep. And I told you the first sign that you dependent on God is your prayer life. That's why when I say come and pray for mobs, you are not praying for me. Look at me, everybody. You are not praying for me. You are trying to build your dependence on God the more. Those of you, I made people call you, but you found an excuse. We have seven, is it eight? Seven. Seven teams, eh? Seven teams. Seven divided by uh, 52 weeks is what? How many? That's about seven or eight times. So the whole year, if the program are put in place, the only time you come to pray is about, for the whole year, is eight times. And you still miss it. I don't know what kind of thing you are. And when we, we've been giving you advanced information, but still you find excuse. Why you cannot pray? Why you cannot pray? Why do you say you cannot pray? Why do you find excuse? Come and pray here because the Lord wants you to pray to measure your level of dependence on him. But yet still, you find something to tell us that you are too busy for us. You can't come. Dependence. Hallelujah. Those that I called that came, God bless all of you. Those that I sent for you to be called and you had an excuse, you are not exempted. You must come this Friday. Let me hear your amen. If I see that when I, you are not listening to me, I will not mind you anymore. I'm serious. I will leave you. Because you see, as a sheep, you are not listening to what your shepherd is telling you. You have made up your mind that I will never go. You know, some of you vowed that Wednesday church, you never come. Even when God opens the door for you and you are, it's possible for you to come, you will drive by. You'll drive by. And all the information we share concerning relationship, you don't have it. Those who came. Now, you see next week, now somebody has come. There you are. Obey apple. Obey skill. Obey technique and tactics. But meanwhile, that, that information was all over this place. You know, you think you can handle the thing yourself. Go ahead and handle it. But you are a goat. That's the truth of the matter. That's the truth of it. My pastor never called me to come and pray. What a blessing you have. We have overpumped some of you so much. We even called you to pray. Yesterday, you don't appreciate it. Who will call you to pray? Is it not a shepherd who loves and cares for you? Is it not a church that is thinking about you? Yesterday, you find all manner of excuses why you can't pray. Meanwhile, senior people come and they are praying. You, the young ones, you've decided not to pray. Somehow, you think you are so skillful and balanced. You don't know the day of evil will come. You don't know. The prayer I'm asking you to pray is to arm you in advance. Did you hear what I said? This, Sunday, this Friday, I was so blessed. I said, I saw Captain Kuti and Didi and uh, Ivy pray. Oh, man. I just love the flow. I was so blessed. I was just enjoying the flow. The things they were sharing, my God, was so nice. Me that I've built so much, Satan knows me. I'm still praying. You, little fly, you will not pray. Pastor, pray for me. Really? Of course, I'll pray for you, but it's a dimension of prayer. I hear what I'm saying. Yeah, I pray for you. I cover. But you must pray. Prayer releases your faith. Look, situation happened last, last week. I was taking the kids to school and I had about seven or six missed calls. But the people came. They came here. They didn't pick my call. They couldn't get me when they called because my phone was on site. But they still keep me. As soon as I got it out, they were standing here. They had a problem. Very serious. There's a spirit of devil want to kill the woman. Came here, we prayed. God set her free. This morning, she was in church. But wait, don't clap. Don't clap. It was this same woman who lost the child. She didn't have the, you know, the, the faith to have come here when the child was not well. But this time around, the same spirit attacked the child. It was the same spirit. Because the husband said, the same symptoms were happening. You think this world is like that. When I say come and pray, the kind of spirits holding you in your family, huh? the kind of things that they have plot for you, you don't see the need to pray. What else can we do for you? What do you want us to do for you? What do you want us to do for you? You answer my question. We have given everything. The ball is now in your court. If my pastor called me to pray, I will, I'll be so, oh, pastor called me. Now when I call you, you despise it. When I call you, come and pray. You set it aside. Who is pastor? Very soon you'll find out. Very soon you'll find out that the shepherd that God has given to you, that you treat with contempt, you needed him more than he needed you. Okay, look at it. Do I need you? Think about it. Think about, do I need you for what? Think about what I'm saying. God put me here for you. What do I need you for? I, I can, I'm a professional. I have a beautiful wife. I have beautiful children. I don't even have time for them because of you. When I said, come and pray, you will not come. I've given everything. This was my, my son's football. He was a talented footballer. When he's playing soccer, people come and stand to watch him play. I, I, I stopped. I've converted this place for church. Come and pray. I say you won't come. What have you given me? Think about what I'm saying. What have I got? That was, you understand what I'm saying? My life is being given to you as a sacrifice. I'm telling you the truth. Some of the, some of the, if I tell you, you'll be shocked. It's okay. I won't say it. But I have, look, opportunity for millions of dollars. 
I turned it down. Don't take things cheap. When we call you, value it. I say value it. I say value it. Because we've come so low, you think we are nothing. When we tell you, stay. You just walk off. Disrespect. Your pastor is calling you, come and pray. You should be running. Some of you. That's where you create all the excuses. You don't have understanding. I pray the Lord will open your eyes very soon. So you value the gift that God has given to you here. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm here because I'm on duty here. Yes. Some of you, if you know the things I know and the things I have, you will not stay here one minute. You will not. But I'm a sheep under the mask. And it is to your good to listen. It's going to change your life. I said it's going to change your life. Humble yourself and stop being proud. Whatever it takes to come and pray. Kneel down. Are you praying for me? I want to see you break through. I want to see your life change. I want God to use you tremendously. That's why we say come and pray. You come, you kneel down here and pray. Father, do something in my house. Change my life. Do something. What a great opportunity. But you've closed your eyes and you pretend you've not heard. Number two, say total obedience. Say it again, say total obedience. So let's go to Genesis chapter 22. Genesis 22. Better is a poor child. No, go back to, okay. And it came to pass after these things that the Lord did tempt Abraham and said, Abraham! And he said unto him, Abraham. And he said, behold, here I am. The next verse. Next verse. And he said, take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him up there for a burnt offering, which is upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Go next. And Abraham rose up early. As soon as God spoke the word, he obeyed. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience. Partial obedience is also disobedience. Amen. Partial disobedience is disobedient. This delayed disobedience is also disobedient. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So this was the thing that God asked Abraham. He said, go and sacrifice your son. And Abraham got up early. Your own son or your only begotten son. Go and kill him. I used him for lunch. Then he see, you see Abraham here. He wakes up early. He's going. Why does it take you so long to obey instructions? Even in your office. When they tell you something, you the Christian girl there, your matter hard pass. Your matter hard. You will not do it. Hey, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'll do it. I'm coming. Anytime somebody tells you something and you don't do it immediately, you, you know, you've not. You know what somebody said? This woman, this was said by Maya Angelou. How many of you know Maya Angelou? Have you heard of Maya Angelou? Thank you. Maya Angelou is a poet, an American poet. He said, when somebody shows you their character the first time, believe it. He said, when they show you their character, the first time, believe them. Because a lot of time, you think that, oh, I can change him. I can change her. It will never stop. Those I've seen committed in this church, they've stayed consistent. Those who come in and as soon as they took off, they were there. They've stayed consistent. Those who come in and they, are, they are, say, say some way, they, they, are, they continue like that. Ah. So my Angelo, he said, those of you, somebody says they want to marry you and you saw one glimpse of their anger so he was he was he was he wasn't well that's why he was angry and you are trying to make excuses for you see fire very soon he said the first thing they showed you believe them believe them it will save you a lot of trouble amen people who are not serious will never be serious those who are serious will continue to be serious let's wake up and do the work of god amen if you believe in heaven if you believe one day you will die and stand before God. If you believe that tomorrow is not yours, that it's only God who gives it to you, you will change your attitude. You will not behave the way you behave. In. If God needs our prayer to win souls, to depopulate hell, and make his kingdom relevant, you know that without your prayer, it will not work. You will sow more prayer. I said you will give more prayer. But a lot of the things you don't believe. You don't believe. You say you believe, but it's not belief when it's not in action. Once you don't put action to those things, you don't believe them. I said you don't believe them. You pretend that you believe, but you really don't. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's wake up. I said let's wake up. Let's wake up and let the work of God go forward. I can't pay, but God knows how to reward every one of us. I said he knows how to, you, like I said, you just hang around. You will see. You would see, you would see, you will see blessings. You will see the hand of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So obey, obey instructions. Why is it that only you, you, you find problems with instruction? If you can't take instruction, can you give somebody instructions? He said, I'm a man under authority. I tell one, go ahead, go ahead. And I tell another, come and he come in. So People who give orders must be under authority. And if you can't take orders, you can never come to the place where you can give orders. You cannot. Let's humble ourselves. And let's obey God. I say, let's obey God. 
One of the greatest things you can do for God is prayer and soul winning. That's it. So when the Lord is leading you as a sheep, what he's training you to become is to become like him. And what is the passion of the master? What do they do to shepherds do to their sheep? What do shepherds do to their sheep? Matthew. Matthew. Uh-huh. And then do what to them? Feed them after that. What do they do? The shepherd, they eat their sheep. Has God eaten you? The, all the food the shepherd is giving is for the day of slaughter. But this master, he's the only one who keeps sheep and does not eat them. Only shepherd who keeps sheep and does not eat them. You, everything you give your sheep, you check his weight, 79 kilos. I want him to hit 100 kilos. Then I'll use him for suya and kebab at Easter. So all the thing you are doing is for kebab. That's what I'm giving them. But only God, he's the one who takes care of you. He's rather my God. And even that one, you're having a problem. Anybody who is shipping you, is preparing you for the day of slaughter. Anybody giving you money, say, well, nyashi, nyashi, nyashi. they are preparing you for the day of slaughter. Anybody taking you away from church, from church, from church, they are preparing you for the day of slaughter. One lady yesterday went, went to the field, one lady who said, somebody told her not to come to church. It was a setup to destroy. I was looking at that thing, I'm like, wow. Anybody who tells you don't go to church, you go to church too much. They are your enemy. I don't care whether they are your mother and your father. And these days, I've drawn the line of whether mother, father, sister, auntie, Wickedness is wickedness. In fact, your biggest problem are those people in your house. Yes. A man's enemies are those of his household. So you are telling you, don't go to church. They are isolating you for the next hate and target. Go to church small. Don't go to church small. Go to church. You are not doing me. You are doing you. Receive the word humbly in the name of Jesus. God is teaching you and giving you an exercise in humility. Obedience. I said obedience. I said obedience. I said obedience. Look, those of you look so flashy and you're funny me sometimes. There was a lady. Listen, listen, listen carefully. There's a lady we, I think one of the 31st, she came here, a very beautiful girl. Oh my God. She was the attraction of everywhere she went. First ladies are where? Captain Kutin's are where? Oh, she was so bubbly, lively, beautiful, young, fresh. She has everything. Everything on her body was moving, moving, moving. And you know, she was so, because she was so hot, she can't stay in one place. She can't stay in one place. So she came to church, one, two, three. She stopped. Oh, this man went to look for her. At the point, they wanted to beat him. So what, 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 what do you want with this girl? What do you want to do with this girl? So, oh, I'm a man of God. I want to bring her to church. So she cannot go to church. And the girl said, ah. when you call her, first lady will call her, say, hey, hey, I'm telling you a true story. Just, I think, November or December, somebody came to me. I said, well, how are you? He said, I am, I am, I am a, what's her name, bro? Okay, I won't say it, I won't say it. Mommy said, I shouldn't mention it. He said, I am. I said, you are what? I couldn't believe my eyes. I said, ah, is that you? The, the bubbly girl in town. The one everybody wants to talk to. <laughs> she has been reduced to a piece of bread. I was shocked. I said, is that you? He said, it's me. I said, no, it's not you. It says me. Her stomach was, all her hair was, hair, I don't know. Her dress, the way she used to dress, everything was, hey, laughed. Those of you haters, eh? <laughs> one day we also laugh. Pastors, they suffer. Go after you, are you mind us? Come in, you will not do it. We, our laughter is inside. We don't show it outside. We laugh inside. When we are telling you, you won't do. You were showing us you are this, you are that. Okay. She came to me, Pastor. I said, I couldn't believe it. I said, I said, wait for me. I said, I said, is that you? What happened? Then I realized that if you listen to us, you do well. Her glory has been, this girl had a great future. I mean, beautiful girl. Somebody has finished her. She's, she's finished. I don't know what can happen again. Because I couldn't believe what I saw with my eyes. Somebody has, in a kiosk, they have kiosked her and finished her. Learn to be humble. Let me hear you, amen. You look so freaky fine. Slick Sylvia. Freaky Frida. High Hilda and Velvety Vida. Don't let them reduce you. You'll be here. We'll be here. Are you hearing me? Humble yourself and stay in one place and obey the way. What do you want? Is he a man? What kind of man has encapsulated your heart like that? What, what are you getting from that man that you cannot follow God? Hell, pastor, he gives me money. Anytime you see young people stop church, either two things, they've got a boyfriend. Or they've done something they are shy of. Why are you shy of it? I've noticed over the years. You can't. Amen. God has a way to bless you with marriage. But you have decided to use the goatee style. Don't like the sheep style. And so you are using sex. You are giving the guy sex. Quest. I show you I can ride. I can ride you. When I finish with you, you will love me. You are a fool. Big fool. When he's done with you, 
should go on the next project. And then you, the Christian, you have crucified Jesus again. You have disgraced the whole church. Disgraced the name of the Lord that you carry. Say, I'm sorry for my own, you're useless. Minus you in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, that's why you are not listening. Oh, somebody is whispering to you. Either a boy or a girl. That's why you are divided. Because the voice of the shepherd, you cannot hear. You have another shepherd out there in the world. You spend 50 minutes in church. You spend 17 hours in the world. And you think God can influence you. It's not possible. It's not. So we are pulling you to the righteous place. Pray. Come closer. And somebody say, don't go. Don't mind these people. They are leading you to death. Today, may your eyes open in the name of Jesus. I said, may your eyes open in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Number three, total innocence. Say innocence. Say it loud. Say innocence. Say it again. See, let's go to First uh, Thessalonians 4, verse 4. It talks about how we should hold our vessels in sanctification and order. First Thessalonians chapter 4, and verse 4. Put it on the screen quickly. It says, you hold your vessels in sanctification and in honor. See? Upon Mount Zion there shall be what? Prayer and the sons of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Dear, when you are a sheep, become innocent. I sent you forth as sheep. You wise as serpents and harmless as doves. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. See, I'm innocent. Because I'm a sheep. When you see a typical sheep, it's very difficult for you to kill the sheep. Because a sheep that has a shepherd, the sheep is cleaned, his wool is cut, his ears are anointed. You can see that somebody is taking care of this sheep. That's what you should become. Amen. And when you are totally innocent, God fights for you. I said, God fights for you. I said, God fights for you. All those fighting and wrestling with you, they will fall before you. You look weak with your prayer, but you are mighty in God because of your prayer. And things that things cannot pull down, your simple belief in God and prayer life will change you forever. I say, will change you forever. So the more you look like a sheep, the more you look innocent. I say, you look innocent. You don't know the nightlife. You don't know the nightclub life. Come on, somebody say amen. Some of you blending so well. When you meet your, you know, those your colleagues who are so corrupt in their minds, reprobates, you know how to flow. You have no sense of innocence. So the enemy does not spare you when he gets the opportunity. Are you seeing what I'm saying to you? Hold your vessels. Say, hold your vessels. Say it again. What is your vessel? Your body. Your body. This body uh, is, belongs to what? No, you know that your body is the temple of the living God. The temple of the Holy Ghost. So he's saying that we should hold, if you're a sheep, hold your body in holiness. Hallelujah. You cannot be a sheep and you sneak through the, the fences and then you go out. And at midnight you come back. Then you look the shepherd is not around there. You sneak through the wall and then you come and lie down. <laughs> Coolly. Nobody will see you. Come and lie down cool. But you are a wild sheep. Look, there's a book by Keller. Something Keller. He's a shepherd man. He said the most troublesome sheep, they always kill them first. Yes. See, some of the sheep, they lead other sheep astray. So one sheep, will, one rebellious sheep will get up and start misbehaving. And then all the other sheep will follow him. They say that if you want to save the other sheep, usually you have to kill the wicked sheep. May you not be sacrificed in Jesus' name. I say, may you not be sacrificed so that others can be saved. Because as for you, you are always intent on some mischief. Always planning something to do. What did pastor say? Oh no, we are going to do it this way. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Oh no, no, no. Pastor said we should give one. No, no, no. We are not going. We are not giving. And the other sheep are following. <laughs> You'll be eliminated. You'll be taken out. Be careful, though. This is God's work. Let me hear you, amen. I tell you, this is God's house. He's here. He's here. He's here. I said, he's here. I said, he's here. I said, he's here. I said, he's here. I I came here after 21 days of fasting before God told me. I wasn't interested in anything like this. But God said, do this. Somebody had a vision and told me last night. Yeah, shed a long vision with me. God is here. 
he will bless you. So listen, be innocent. Don't, don't always cause problems for your shepherd. Why are you always causing problems for your shepherd? And he's doing the work and he's so frustrated, angry. No. Charlie, go to Hebrews 30 verse 7 or thereabout. I can't remember the verse. Talking about how you should relate with your shepherds or your sheep, your pastor. Help me, help me quickly. Hebrews 13. I need to close. Hebrews 13 verse 7. Remember them that have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow. Go to the next verse. Continue. Continue. Let's stand on our feet. Continue. Continue. Go on. Go to 13. Continue. Continue. When I see that, I'll know. Yes, continue. Oh, that's it. Is it the last verse? It's verse 17. Go to 17. Uh-huh. Let's read it together. Ready and go. Uh-huh. Stop there. Why do you find it so hard? Why do you find it so hard? Eh? Why? Nobody puts this honor to be a pastor. Nobody. It is God who calls you. Because if you call yourself, you will die. I said, you will die. I'm telling you, you will not last. You will die. You will crash. But if God calls somebody to be your shepherd, Bible is saying that, learn to obey. Amen. Obey them that word. Now, I told you about the five-fold ministry offices. The rule, the ruler is the pastor. The local church is led by the pastor, not the prophet. If you are a prophet and you don't have pastoral anointing, you cannot lead the local church. You must have the pastoral anointing, which is the ruler. Amen. So when ruler say, let's go here. We are all going. Praise God. Unless you don't believe in your pastor, then don't hang around. Don't hang around. But if you believe that God called me to be here, why are you giving me a hard time? Pray. You say you will not pray. I didn't ask you for money. Come and build yourself. Huh? And submit yourselves for the what? Watch for your souls as they that must give what? Mm-hmm. Wait. Am I going to give account for you? Huh? You believe it. Think about it. Sandra, have you seen it? Think about it. Me, I'll give account for you. Irene, doc, you're a doctor, but still, I'll give account about you. Even if you are president and you're in the church, me, small boy, I'll give account about you for you. That's what he says. Have you seen it? For the watch for your soul. I'm, I'm a watcher of your soul. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. What a responsibility. It's a high call that me, Danny, I'm responsible for you living your soul. Can you read it? This is not Old Testament. Don't twist it. Is there? Amen. I said, Amen. For they watch for your souls as they that must what? That means that when you stand before God, my daughter, what's your name? Glory. Glory. When you stand before God, the level by which you'll be judged is not what I'll be judged by. Shock a lot of pastors, they'll miss the past, man. I'll be judged by the number of souls I took care of and I watched over diligently, not with bitterness or envy. Are you seeing it? Because a pastor can envy their church members. You don't know? Yeah. And sabotage them. But I'm not doing that. Why are you trying to sabotage me? When I say let's pray, you don't pray. You sabotage the work. I'm telling you. I think I saw Roberta to here. Though she was nowhere, but she came to pray. Yeah, I saw her. Came. She was not, it's not even her time or something, but she was here to pray. You sabotage me like that. Massive, organized, mobs, powerful people praying. You come, you see a few diligent people. But the whole church, they are not showing up. Those on you, they don't come at all. You have sabotaged me. Personal thing. That's what it is. As they, that they do it with what? Why is he saying they should do it with joy? That means a lot of people do it without joy. Paul, as he was writing, he was very sad. I saw a picture of Machion, the founder of the Church of Pentecost. His face was dry. They were interviewing, I think, 1970s or 80s in London. It was, it was so dry. He had withered like that. The ministry has finished him. They sucked life out of him. It was like just talking. You see wrinkles here. Agbole, Charlie. That they may do it with what? And not with. That means that rulers have grief. If it were not so, they would not write it there. Come on, let me hear you, man. Yeah, that's what it means. A lot of people, look, people are resigning from being a pastor. I'm telling you. One guy sold his church. He told first lady. He sold the church. And took the money and went to Turkey. I hope he's, he survived. Yeah. <laughs> he went to Turkey. I hope he survived. Amen. So the church said, no, this one, no. I'm not going to do it anymore. And so the people in the church. So they were there. Oh, yeah. They were there. No, the new pastor came. But the man has sold the congregation too. I told you now. So the new pastor comes. Oh, this is pastor is going to help me as, as I'm traveling. So honor him. But you have been sold. 
sold the instruments. So then he, he traveled. The grief is, is a lot. Do you know why the pastors, they collect money? One, you say consultation, no. You pay. Thousand five. The people, they don't give. So the prophet says, hey, okay, me too. I will collect. If you want to see me, I will charge you thousand five. And then you'll be sure people are rather paying. Can you believe it? When the thing is given to you, you don't like it. When we put charge on it, then you begin to sit up. It shouldn't be so. I said it shouldn't be so. So when I see them collecting money, I just shut up. I don't say anything. I know where I'm standing. I just keep quiet. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Oh, resto briga shaparofes. Gere mato si prajero hose. Granitrego zozo mache firiase. Relololo katosi marachapa. Jehetepu kafi zahaneye. Enkerudi katosi amanacha. Chalo katasi marapa fadula haseya. Erebo katu kasisi acheporeye. Talk to God, talk to God. Entitled believers, we'll repent today, we'll repent. We'll repent from entitlement. We think we are entitled to. Lord, deliver us, deliver your church, deliver your saints in the name of Jesus. Deliver your saints in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Yesterday I saw something very unusual. We're praying and then a door that was closed suddenly opened. Suddenly opened. And so all of us in the place were thinking somebody was entering. And no more persons without bodies. I curse anything in your house. Amen. That you don't see but is controlling and manipulating your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. It was shocking. I knew somebody entered the place because they knew that the sons of God have come into the place. They were afraid. They were intimidated. I speak to your house. Amen. Any person without body, eh? Holding meetings under your staircase and having camp meetings in your house. Yamana, Katula Bradia. I release the fire. The fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost. May they be exposed in the name of Jesus. May they be exposed in the name of Jesus. May they be exposed in the name of Jesus. May they be exposed in the name of Jesus. Fire, 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 fire,
Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Any weak joint in your house that has opened the door of assault, powers of the night, demonic entities monitoring your destiny and slowing you down. That you cannot rise, you cannot rise. I judge. I judge. I judge. I judge them in the name of Jesus. 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 By fire, by fire. By fire, by fire. Listen, he said. When they shall hear of me, they shall obey. When they see you, may they walk out. When they shall hear of me, they shall obey me. And the strangers shall submit themselves unto me. The strangers shall fade away and be afraid out of their hiding places. Psalm 18, 44 and 45. This is you. Put your hand on your head. Be anointed. Be anointed. I curse evil dreams. I curse powers of darkness. I curse wickedness in your house. In the name of Jesus. I release fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Anybody here, a human agent collaborating collaborating actively. They see you, they smile. But they are demonic beings cooperating with devils to destroy your life. I expose them by fire. Amen. Look at me. One day, one day, we closed church like this and I was walking and I saw a lady sitting there. She had squeezed her face. She was smiling, but she had squeezed her face. So when I look at her, she was smiling. Like she saw me smiling, but in the spirit, her face was angry at me. I said, come. Is she smiling? What's she doing? Because I didn't understand what I was seeing. I didn't understand. The Lord opened my eyes to see the person smiling. He was full of bitterness and hatred for me. I didn't know. May God open your eyes. In the vision of the night, may God open your eyes. In the vision of the day, may God open your eyes. And expose them all. Shout amen seven times. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Shout amen.